This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Coming up next on Changing Your World. You know, I can put a million dollars in your bank account, and if you don't go and withdraw it, it stays in the bank account. Follow me? It's, it's there, but it being where you want it in your life is not there because there's no response. So likewise, you have everything you need. It's available. But here, here's, what, here's the thing. But we don't know how to respond to what grace has made available. Calling all radical women. It's that time again to celebrate an infinite God who declares your worth. Join Pastor Taffy Dollar, Dr. D.B. Freeman, Laura Pickett, Sarah Jakes Roberts, and special musical guests Miranda Curtis, Demita Chandler, and Todd Delaney. Register today at taffydollar.org. This, this is going to help you this morning. <laughs> the most important message I've ever preached before in my life. Oh. Go with me to the book of Galatians chapter 2, verse 16. And uh, I'm going to read verse 16 and then verse 20 and 21. This morning, I'm going to talk to you about 10 ways to respond to the finished works of Jesus. Ten ways to respond to grace. I'm saying the same thing. Ten ways to respond to the finished works of Jesus. Ten ways to respond to grace. I'm saying the same thing. See, we've spent some time talking about performance-based Christianity, where you don't need to do something to try to get something, and the question is, but what do I do? And I want to make this distinction between performance-based Christianity where you are trying to perform or where you're trying to do something versus living a life of faith where you're responding to what's already been done. In other words, we're not, we're not talking about you doing something to get healed. Jesus already did something for you to be healed. We're talking about what do you need to do now that you're healed to respond to what Jesus has already done. When it comes to your identity in Christ, and when it comes to your, when it comes to who you are and what you need, Jesus has already done that. When it comes to who you are and what you need, Jesus has already done that. When it comes to who you are, you are the righteousness of God. When it comes to what you need, he is your provider. Jesus has already done that. Now, the works of the law would be you trying to do something to settle who you are and what you have by your own works and by your own performance. 
In other words, you're going to try to do these, you know, these things in order to be healed. When you're already healed, that would be the works of the flesh trying to settle your identity issue and trying to get what has already been gotten. So that's what we settled in that, in the, in that last series here. That's performance-based Christianity. The problem with performance-based Christianity is we don't believe that Jesus has already done it, which means we don't believe that Jesus is enough, which means we keep adding to Jesus. That's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is... Since it's already been done, since I am the righteousness of God, redeemed and holy, since I'm healed, delivered, and prosperous and sound, what are the actions of my faith? Am I to just sit there and say, well, I'm under grace, I believe, I believe, kind of like, hit me, uh, uh, it, that's not how that works. Faith responds to what Jesus has finished. So how do we respond today to healing that's already done? How do we respond today to provision that's already been given? How do we respond today to prosperity that's already been handed over? How do we respond today to the righteousness that, that we already are? We're already these things. You got to realize I'm already healed. I'm already delivered. I'm already prosperous. I'm already sound. I already have everything that I need that pertains to life and godliness. I already have these things. But how do I take possession of those things that I already have? You know, I can put a million dollars in your bank account, and if you don't go and withdraw it, it stays in the bank account. Follow me? It's, it's there, but it being where you want it in your life is not there because there's no response. So likewise, you have everything you need. It's available, but here, here's, what, here's the thing. But we don't know how to respond to what grace has made available. And this series is all about showing you how to respond. Now, you're going to hear a lot of familiar things, and you'll find out that you were using those very things to try to get what Jesus has already gotten when in fact faith is all about responding to what Jesus has already made available, responding to the finished works, responding to what uh, Jesus has finished. If you understand that, say amen. amen. So let's, let's get into this. This is going to be a fascinating series. The Spirit of God promised me that if you'll get a hold of this, you're going you're to quickly see manifestations showing up. You know, if you have a million dollars in your account, it, there's, not, there's, not, there's not two weeks of struggling before you can withdraw it. Huh? How many of y'all ready to make some withdrawals? Amen? I'm going to show you how to respond. How I many you know you can have that money in the bank, a bank but if you, don't, if you don't endorse certain, certain criteria has to come together in order to do a proper withdrawal. Amen? Now, you, can see, you see how easy it is for you to say, well, wait a minute, that's the works of the flesh. No, 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 no. We're not talking about doing this to get God to do something. We're talking about God's already done it. Now, I want to now take possession of what he's already done. Do you see the distinction there now? All right, Galatians chapter 2, 
verse 16. Let's read it out loud together. Ready to read. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified. How? By the faith of Christ and not by the what? Works of the law. So what he says here is that we don't need anybody to perform. He says, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. We don't need anybody to perform or through their own self-effort or their, their performance. We don't need your performance in order to be justified. Jesus has already justified you. Say out loud, I am the righteousness of God. He says, but what you need in order to take possession of what he's done is you need to, by faith, take what's already done. Now, look at the same chapter. Look at verse 20 and 21. So what happens if you start trying to perform to get it? He says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, in my body, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So I now live a life by the faith of the Son of God. I am not living my life as a Christian by my performance or my self-effort. He says, I'm living life by faith of the Son of God who loved me, who gave himself for me. Verse 21, this is interesting. He said, I do not frustrate the grace of God. I think this is what Pastor Ken talked about last night. I do not frustrate the grace of God. You know what frustrates God's grace? is when you now take it upon yourself to add to what Jesus has already done and thinking it is because your self-effort and performance that you now are now going to deserve something because of your doing instead of receiving by faith what he's already done. He says, I don't frustrate the grace of God for if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. If you can be righteous by something you do, then Jesus died in vain. Because now you're trying to do what only he could. And how many times do we find ourselves trying to do something that only Jesus could do? He says your job is to, be, is, is to by faith, possess what he has done. By faith, possess what he has done. Now let me do one more thing before we, we, we really get into this. I want to describe to you spiritual warfare. Have you ever heard the term? Spiritual warfare. All right, spiritual warfare is not being in a war against the devil. It is in one sense, but I think in the church we'd like spiritual warfare, fight the devil, fight the devil. No, no. It is, but let me show you what it is and what it is not. The Bible talks about the fellowship of his sufferings, which means we have a part and Jesus has a part. Jesus' part of the fellowship of the suffering was this. Jesus was was, was whipped with a cat of nine tails. He was nailed to the cross. He was beat on the cross. He died on the cross. He went to hell for three days, and then he got up, and now he's done with his part. All right, so what was all that for? He shed his blood. His, his flesh was beat up, all this kind of stuff. Why? To, to obtain the victory, to obtain the victory of healing, to obtain the victory of righteousness, to obtain the victory. That was his part. His part was go get it. All right? Now, now it's our part. Now, when he, raised, when he was raised from the dead, and now it's our part. He, he kind of a sense, uh, like in a really way, he handed the baton off to us. He says, I've done my part. 
You couldn't do what I did. All right. All right, now. All right. You couldn't do what I did. You couldn't be whipped with a cat of nine tails. Normal man would have died under those circumstances. His body was beat to, to, to I mean, look like raw hamburger meat. You couldn't do what he did to, to be on a cross. You couldn't go to hell Come on. for three days and three nights and have, the, have all the hell trying to wipe you out. Hallelujah. You couldn't do that part. No man was able to do it, but Jesus did. And then on the third day after he died, he wrote, he, he, was, he got up from the dead. You couldn't, ain't nobody did it yet. You couldn't do that part. But when he did all that part, he wrapped it up into like a baton and said, here, now do your part. So what does our part look like? He handed off healing to me. My job, keep it. Maintain it. He got the victory. Your job is to keep it. Yeah. He got the healing. Your job is to, is to keep it. He got the deliverance. Your job is to keep it. He got the righteousness. Your job is to keep it. You are not the sick ever. You are not the sick ever. You are not the sick ever trying to get healed. You are the healed. When you wake up every morning, you are the healed. Say out loud, when I wake up every morning, I'm the healed. Not the sick, I'm the healed. When I wake up every morning, I'm the healed because of the baton has been passed to me. I'm the healed. What am I doing as the healed? I am protecting my healing victory from the sickness, from the diagnosis, from the MRI, from the x-ray, from the words of the doctor. I'm protecting my healing from the sickness that's trying to take from me the victory that Jesus gave to me. My part is to maintain what he did for me, praise God. What did he do? I, I am what he, what he did. He died to make me righteous. I am the righteous. Now, you've been acting like a stone-cold fool, doing all kinds of stuff, but you, if you're born again, you are the righteousness of God, and all that foolishness is is trying to steal what Jesus has already given you, and your job is saying, I know I didn't do right. I know I did some stupid stuff, but I'm still the righteousness of God, and you're maintaining it. Yeah, that's good. That's my job. My job is to hold on to the baton. Because one day I'm going to hand it off. One day I'm going to look up. And the clouds are going to split wide open. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. See, see, we don't preach that no more, do we? The dead in Christ shall rise first. And those who are alive and remain shall be caught up in a twinkling of an eye. Now, we don't preach that no more, but that is going to happen, child of God. I tell you, we are right around the corner. We are about to hand the baton off. We are about to return to the cinder. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to say, Jesus, I held on to it. Here it is. Here it is. Praise God. And then he'll say, my good and faithful servant. Faithful of what? Of the victory. Yes. Good. That's my part of the fellowship of suffering. And that's why I said, those who live godly shall suffer persecution. What's the persecution about? Trying to take from you what Jesus gave to you. And it doesn't always look like you got it, but you got it. It don't always look like you're in victory, 
but you in victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Watch this. Even our faith. Turn to two people and say, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Somebody says, what do I have? What do I have? I've got healing. I've got deliverance. I've got soundness. I've got righteousness. I've got redemption. I've got provision. I've got everything that I'll ever need in this life. I've got joy. I've got peace. I, I, it don't seem like i got no peace right now. It don't seem like i got no joy right now because you don't see no teeth is in my mouth. But i got it, praise God. And I'm going to keep it. And when I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, when I feel like I'm going to blow my brains out and I don't want to live no more, i got to remind myself of who I am and what I have have that is my part of the fellowship of the suffering and the only way I can do that is by faith because I'm not always going to be able to see my healing well how do you know oh, oh, oh I, I, I had I had cancer try to steal my healing but when the doctor said you had cancer I said no I have healing don't let nobody put on you what's not yours. Don't let nobody put on you what's not yours. And sometimes the devil will try to make those suggestions. You know, you're poor, you're broke. No, 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 no. I'm prosperous. You trying to use those words and circumstances to take from me what I already am. That is the lie that was, was ministered in the Garden of Eden. The lie was you got to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil so you can become who you already are. Mm. They were already just like God. They didn't need to eat from no tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They were already like God. And that same lie is being perpetrated all over the church today. And now, now, ladies and gentlemen, you got to change your thinking. Amen. I know people think I lost my mind. I have. I finally got the mind of Christ. Amen. Thank God I got rid of that religious mindset. And I'm going to give people a chance. They're going to catch up after a while. They're out doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, even, even some of our members out doing all kinds of stuff. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. They're going to go out there. And the, world's, the world will teach you something. You go out there and get that tail whoop real good and you don't know what else to do. All of these words that I've been sowing on the inside of you, that's going to rise up like a mighty tower. And you're going to remember who you are, what you have, and whose you are. Yeah. It ain't going to be enough to shut me up. It ain't going to be enough to shut me up. I ain't shutting up. If there's two people coming to church, I ain't shutting up. I'm going to preach this gospel until Jesus comes back. And I tell you, you are already healed. You are already delivered. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. When I say you're blessed, you know what that means? You are successful. Don't be begging God to make you successful. The day you got born again, you are successful. You are blessed with the blessed Abraham. As successful as Abraham was because of what he didn't do, you're blessed, praise God, which means you're successful. You wake up every day, you say, I'm blessed. That means you're successful. That means everybody better watch out because what doesn't look like success right now, they don't know they're looking at success, and success is about to spill over into this physical world, praise God. you got to change your thinking. you got to renew your mind. you got to stop letting life happen to you. You got to start happening to life. 
I said, you got to start happening to life. Quit letting the world determine you. The, the, the stupid stuff that's going on, just, you know, toxic relationship. So many toxic relationships because you lonely. It just because you lonely doesn't mean that you go and, 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 and reignite toxic relationships. I'm lonely, so I, I'd rather be with a toxic person than to be by myself. Well, you got Jesus, you ain't never by yourself. Yeah. Going back to a toxic relationship. That's just like saying, I'm thirsty. Let me drink some poison. <laughs> some of y'all need to be by yourself for a minute so you can get to know the one who lives in you. You have a tenant living on the inside of you. You have a real person living on the inside of you, and he's been trying to talk to you all this time, and you've been talking to some old toxic person. It's time for you to get the toxicity out of your life, and it's time for you to recognize who you are, who's in you, your name, praise God. You're anointed. You're blessed. You're successful. You're healed. You're delivered. You're on your way up. You're never going to be down. Hallelujah. All is well with you. I don't care what it looks like. I don't like. I don't care what it smells like. Hallelujah. All is well. Keep it. Keep it. Yeah, but y'all don't know what I've been through. No. Keep what Jesus suffered and bled and went to hell and was whipped on a, whipped on a cross of Calvary. Keep what he gave you. I'm not moved, say it, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by what somebody says. I'm only moved by what Jesus has finished. Victory! It's about to show up. It's your faith. Your faith is the victory that overcomes the stuff that's trying to steal it from you. That, ladies and gentlemen, is spiritual warfare. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all you can do to stand, what did it say do? Stand. It didn't say quit. It didn't say retreat. It didn't say give up, cave in. He says, having done everything you can do to stand. Yeah, but y'all don't know how hard it's been. Oh, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. No. Having done all I can do to stand. Kick the dust off you. Pick yourself up and stand. Now do the Superman pose. Stand. Stand. Why? Because the possession of the baton is still in your hands. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I'm a little happy this morning. Oh, this shit can't come out of my shot. 
I'm a little happy this morning because I realize the devil has done everything he could do to try to either kill me, shut me up, stop me, or discredit me. And here I am. Standing. 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 Follow me as I follow Christ. And How we respond to grace determines the manifestations we see in our lives. We are made right with God by our faith in Jesus Christ and not by our religious efforts. No longer do we have to work for God's blessing. All we have to do is receive what Jesus has done for us. For a love gift of $40 or more, we would like to offer you the 10 Ways to Respond to Grace six-message series. Your ultimate faith is in what Jesus has already done. I believe what he's done first, and then I respond to it. I got to remind myself of who I am and what I have. That is my part of the fellowship of the suffering, and the only way I can do that is by faith. Stop frustrating the grace of God with self-effort and begin to respond to grace in faith. Don't delay. Call the number on the screen or go online to place your order today. Creflo Dollar Ministries presents Real Ministry is when I can take what I have gone through and I can share it with you and hope that you can get something out of it to encourage you that if God can deliver him, then he can deliver me. And I'm telling you, the God of righteousness is at hand and he's waiting on you to believe that you are the righteousness of God. It's, it's a high, it's, it's, it's a thrill that it, it can be explained. You're definitely going to get what you need. God's definitely going to meet you here. There's an elevation, there's an upgrade, there's an advance for the people of God. How do you know we got to lay hold of it and take it by faith? For me, I mean, I'm just sitting on the edge of my chair going, I want more, I want more, I want more. Join us in Trinidad and Tobago at the Hilton Trinidad Conference Center on January 31st and in Cleveland, Ohio at the Huntington Convention Center on March 6th. Call or go online to register today. The most important thing a person can ever do is to become born again. Only then will you be able to walk in the fullness of what God has planned for your life. For anyone who wants to give their lives to the Lord, I, I want to lead you into prayer for your salvation. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus. I believe in his finished works. And I invite Jesus into my life as my Lord and my personal Savior. I receive it right now. I receive what you've done on the cross. And I declare that now I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you pray that prayer with me, contact the ministry. Uh, we want to believe with you. We want to pray with you and put some something in your hands that will help you to grow in the things of God. Congratulations. If you prayed the salvation prayer with Creflo Dollar today, congratulations. We have a free CD and mini book available to help you understand salvation and learn what comes next. If you would like these resources, please call the number on your screen today. 
Your generosity allows us to make a difference in the lives of people all over the world. Through Creflo Dollar Global Missions, we are providing food, clothing, crucial supplies, and the Word of God to people in the most remote regions of the world. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into millions of homes all across the globe.